this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Welcome to a special edition of the Book Riot Podcast. In episode 159, a couple of weeks ago, Rebecca and I talked about N.K. Jemison's joining Patreon at length, and it occurred to us it would be great if we interviewed a little bit more about it. So we asked her, she agreed, and here she is. So thanks so much for joining me on, on a Saturday morning. Oh, no problem. It's, it's been fun so far. <laughs> yeah. So, you, so you've been day job free for what, a couple of weeks now? No, I haven't been. Oh, uh, you haven't been? Has that plan changed? Okay. Yeah, well, no, it's just that uh, I work in, in uh, higher education and you don't give like just two weeks notice. or ah. notice. Um, I gave a month's notice in hopes of trying to hire my replacement before I left and, and kind of make a nice smooth transition for the rest of my team. Oh, that's very, very generous of you. Do you have a timeline now? Yeah, I'll be leaving at the end of, of this month. Um, so, the two career life for now. Right. Okay. So it's it's uh, on the horizon. Yeah. Um, so I guess you know, go back to the beginning, which is a very good place to start, as the song says. Do you do you remember the first time you heard about Patreon? Um. Yeah. I've seen a number of of uh, not just authors but artists in general use it. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'd heard that it was supposed to be kind of a way to to consider the patronage model. Um, you know, a, a crowdsourcing for for artists, and it seemed like an interesting idea. But I just didn't think I was. I, I like my day job career, so I really yeah. wasn't ready to give that up at that point. Um, sorry, um, my cat is. If you hear the sounds of chaos, that is. <sighs> our our listeners are will be forgiving of nothing more than cats in the background. I I, I promise you that. Um, get my bagel, so we're gonna have to fight. Uh, but anyway, so you didn't think it was for you at that time, or what were your initial reactions before you even thought? Like, what did you think of the idea of it, even before you even thought of it for you? Well, the idea sounded good. Yeah. Um, I've seen any number of writers over the years put out like a tip jar, and in fact, my own readers have kind of badgered me to put out a tip jar. Um, the the concept of a tip jar just didn't really, you know, tipping is is for services rendered, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and it's, a, it's also a uniquely American thing that's also got some weird roots to it that made me a little squicky. So, um, you know, I always told people, if you want to support me, just go buy my books. Um, you know, you don't need to give me money directly. If you don't like my books, then, you know, talk about that, actually, because reviews, even positive or negative ones, uh, bring more attention and more name recognition. So if you want to support me, there's lots of ways to do it. You don't need to just, like, give me money. Also, I have a job. Therefore, I don't need it right now. Um, so, I mean, you know, it seemed like a good idea, though, for those artists that wanted to not have to wrestle with a day job. I mean, you know, I don't have kids and and I don't understand how people who have children and a day job and a writing career stay functional and, and alive. So um, for folks like that, it seemed like a better idea. Um, but in my case, it just had to wait until uh, the, the, the writing career got bad enough or just, you know, demanding enough that uh, carrying on the two careers was, was no longer feasible. Yeah, it's interesting because one thing Rebecca and I talked about on the show when we're talking about your particular case is it seemed like 
again, sometimes it's a small sample size. There aren't that many writers using Patreon right now, but it seemed like you were an ideal candidate uh, for a lot of reasons. You have some books out, you have fans, um, you had a day job, but it also wasn't a thing where you were already making a whole bunch of money and could quit your day job on your own. And I think your fans understood that. So there was sort of, I don't know, some 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 uh, empathy and understanding and excitement about making this possible. It, do, do I, does that feel right to you? Does that feel like part of what, why it's been so successful to this point? Yeah, I would say, I mean, I, I, I've stopped actively advertising mm-hmm. the Patreon simply because I'm, I'm so far past my goal right now that I, you know, there, there's the part of me that's like, well, I don't need that much. But people seem eager to to, I guess, contribute to, I don't, I don't really understand the psychology of it, to be perfectly honest. Um, you know, but people are still contributing to it, even though they're like seeking it out, they're finding it. Um, even though I'm not advertising it, um, they're, you know, I, I get pledges, more new pledges every day. Um, and they're not just the $1 pledge, even though I've kind of set it up now so that most patrons will get most things if they just contribute a single dollar. Um, I'm still getting pledges of like five or $10. Um, and I don't know what that means. (laughs) Um, you know, I don't know whether that's like, you know, it's, it's a positive vote. We like you NK Jemison, or if it's just, nah, I got $5 blow. Um, I don't know. Right. Um, but you know, I'm happy for it. Cause you're, you're more than double, almost, uh, almost Uh, uh, half again, right? Was $2,000 was the initial goal. Do I have that right? Yeah. Yeah. 2000 was my initial goal. That was my, you know, that I needed that baseline in order to quit my day job. Um, and that would have been with me taking a substantial pay cut, but I thought I could survive it at that point. Um, and then 3000, I'm I'm sorry, uh, well, 3000, which is the, the highest goal, um, is me not taking a pay cut and anything over that is actually a, a bit of a pay hike for me. So, um, you know, of course, you know, the, the number that you see on Patreon subtract 30 to 40% for taxes. Um, because, uh, as, as a writer, I file taxes, um, you know, I'm a single member LLC, but I mean, that said, um, it's business profit and I file schedule C and yada, yada. So, right. There may be some other way to do this. I'm in talks with uh, a financial advisor and an accountant right now to try and figure out if there's, you know, something I can do. I mean, aside from just simply plowing that money back into the business, quote unquote, um, that is traveling and uh, doing promotional stuff. All of that is tax deductible. Um, but even so, yeah, lop off like a third of that for for taxes. But I mean, beyond that, that's still a decent amount of money. Right. I was going to say um, one thing that I, I think... I think people probably especially appreciate is that you were very transparent about um, what the money was going to. Um, you didn't go sort of down to the penny, so to speak, but this this chunk goes towards this, and here's the reality of my life. And also, frankly, I don't want to leave New York and not apologetic about, you know, that sort of the, that expense there. Um, now that you have more money than even your top-level goal, have you have you thought, like, how is that going to change what you're going to do? Maybe do more traveling or more promotion, or do you have any sense of what that – you sort of th- almost third bucket, right? The first bucket is the f- to 2000, the second bucket is to three and now up mm-hmm. to five. Again, you're totally right. That is a good thing for everyone to remember about the taxes and the other expense that goes in and Patreon takes their own little cut and the dunning yeah. process. Some people's credit cards will get declined, so on and so forth. Um, yeah. But even that all being, that would have been true even if you just got to $2,001. Yeah. Um, so do you have any plans for that, for this, I don't know, what you, the, the icing on this particular cake or the icing on the icing of the cake? I don't even know how to describe it. <laughs> 
Um, well, yeah, it is. It is a slight surplus. Um, you know, when you lop off all the fees, all the taxes. Um, that said, um, you know, I kind of jokingly said people really want me to have a retirement fund, um, and I think I will actually probably do that. I, I'm still getting my writing income. The the Patreon was meant to cover my living expenses. Um, I had enough from my writing income to cover my travel and and you know most stuff like that. Um, so this is meant to cover my, my rent, um, things that are, that are esoteric to my life. Um, so I kind of feel uncomfortable using that money to, you know, go on a trip somewhere. Although I suppose technically it's all part of my life. So that's just me being a Virgo and and partitioning things unnecessarily. But, um, so mostly what I think I'll do with the, the surplus is I will do some traveling. Um, more than anything else though, I think I will, I will try and make sure that I don't end up poor in old age i mean speaking as a as a, a fan i think that's I, I think most of your donors would are, are patrons i guess that's the, the the noun we i think that everyone would want you to do that i mean i think for at this at this stage of the game these are people voluntarily you know vol- voluntarily contributing um to your ongoing health you know life liberty and the pursuit of happiness sort of situation <laughs> um so back back a little bit to the to the initial days. I don't remember you talking about this. I know you had I know you had said you had talked to your employer about the possibility of it. Did you talk to your publisher at all? Your agent, your editor, like how much on your on the date uh, the uh, writing side business did you get input from people in your life? As far as the Patreon is concerned, yeah, like getting started, it, how to message it. Did you get input from them, or, or did you or did you not? Not really. Um, I think I let my publisher my my editor know that I was doing this like the day of or the day before. Um, and, you know, mostly I was just sort of like, you know, uh, just FYI, I'm about to do this thing. Um, you know, you don't need to promote it or anything, just heads up that this is going to happen. And if it does, it means that I'll probably write faster. Um, and my editor was like, awesome. So, um, I don't think that that's really anything that they are, I don't, they didn't express any discomfort or any concern about it one way or another. Um, as far as my day job folks were concerned, they were concerned because, of course, I told them, you know, if if I manage to achieve my minimum goal, then I will be serving notice. Um, you know, I love you guys, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I need sleep and, and things like that. Um, and they've been really supportive of me all along. They've known about my writing career for years. Um, and and I think they suspected this time was coming before I did. Um because, you know, when I started getting, oh, uh, I got the New York Times gig, I, I started getting articles in Wired, things like that. And they were like, well, so, so when are you off to become a, a famous author? I'm like, I, I don't know. I've still got New York rent to pay, so no time soon. Um, but, uh, you know, so they knew it was coming. And um, I don't think that anybody, I know I didn't uh, anticipate the, the, Patreon funding and then and then some within a weekend um, because I'd mentioned to my boss I was going to do it sometime that week and then I came in on Monday and I'm like so we need to talk um, and uh, boss was very happy about it actually so um, you know although they're sad that I'm leaving and I'm sad that I'm leaving I've been very happy there but oh well this is a lot for. It's uncharted territory for patrons. I mean, there's old models. I was just reading about James Joyce and Ulysses, writing Ulysses, and he had, you know, private individual patrons that gave him a whole bunch of money, but it was much more a, a network 
of who you knew and people you met at parties and someone your agent knew, this more direct patronage model is very new. Um, for writers, I think it works a lot better than something like Kickstarter, which is very project-oriented, lump sum, right. and then you, you produce something like that. How do you, do you imagine your, have you, has it felt like you have a different relationship with not just your backers, but your readers on the whole, or is it a separate thing? Or how have you sort of come to terms with this, you know, the, the money's part of it, but also part of it is there a time and attention and um, you've made some, uh, you know, uh, promises to what you're going to produce for them exclusively? Like, how are you parsing all this new complication out? Um, I don't, I don't really see it as new complication. I mean, Writers have always been dependent on the goodwill of their readers. That's, that's not a new thing. Um, usually that goodwill takes the form of book sales um, or, or you know, people showing up at panels and cheering for you or whatever. Um, but writers have always been dependent on that. Um, the fact that that dependency is now paired with a buck a month um, or, or whatever people have decided to, to contribute – um, that doesn't really change the relationship a whole lot. And the, it, it's not a donation. I'm, I'm very mindful of the fact that um, I have made promises in exchange for that, and I've actually already started delivering on those. Um, what's, what people are supposed to get at this level now is uh, two, two pieces of exclusive content per month. Um, I'm promising uh, roughly a short story or a chapter every month. Um, so patrons thus far have gotten um, the first chapter of The Obelisk Gate, and uh, a short story that is, is in development. Um, I am not sure how I'm going to revise it, but it is the draft of the short story, so they've seen that. Um, they've also gotten uh, my first Q&A video um, in which I answer any reader questions. Um, in this particular case, it was with my cat going nuts in the background, yowling and running all over the place and, and trashing the apartment. So they got a little bit of extra entertainment. Um, so, um, you know, I'm mindful of the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm promising to offer, you know, exclusive content. This serves my goals though. I wanted to write more short stories. Now I have a, a huge incentive to do so. Um, and I'm going to give them more short stories. I'm looking forward to that. Um, so, I mean, I, th I think that it's kind of a mutually beneficial thing. Um, I'm also mindful of the fact that um, should I at any point lose enough goodwill, uh, then I may have to consider going back to my day job life. That's, that's also a thing that could happen. Um, but at least for right now, um, it gives me the freedom and the flexibility to, to explore some different options with my life. Uh, and I'm glad for that. Yeah, I think I think that that makes a lot of sense. We're so in the early stages, we don't know a lot of things about this particular new kind of patronage model. Where you know, how long are people? What's the churn going to be in your donor, your 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 patron ranks? Like, is it will people stick around for a long time? Will you pick up new people? It sounds um, that was my next question was going to be like, have you thought about what happens if? for whatever reason, you don't want this anymore, or um, Patreon goes away. I mean, there's always that. It's a, you know, it's a platform specific. Um, yeah. uh, so you, you've made some plans. I mean, do you have a sense, like, at this point, it's so early, of course, you, you can't even, you don't even, you don't even know what it's going to feel like. Would um, your goal be, like, is it a goal to, like, let's say, um, after Obelisk Gate comes out in the fall, is that right, I believe? Um, yeah. It sold super well, and, like, the money coming in from your your traditional writing could replace your Patreon. Would that be a goal, or does that not even something you think about at this point? It's it's not about the amount of money. I see. Um, 
I, I may very well make enough from the sales of, of the fifth season and the Abelis Gate and all my other books. Um, I may very well make enough money to to cover the rent. Um, the problem is that, that I have no idea whether that will happen or not, and I don't know when it will happen if it does. Um, it's the uncertainty that kept me in the day job. Um, you know, writing-wise, uh, you know, technically I... I you know, with some scraping and like moving with my father or something, I make enough money to uh, to live on my writing income. The problem is that my writing income comes completely haphazardly, um, and uh, you can't you can't tell your your landlord that uh, you know the the royalty check will probably come in December, maybe. Um, yeah. So I mean. What it gives me is the stability. That's why the Patreon was intended only to cover my living expenses. Um, I do still have my writing income. It's a sub substantial writing income. It's just, you know, all over the place. Um, so the Patreon is just meant to cover rent, um, you know, monthly uh, necessities and things like that. Um, and that's why kind of mentally I'm, I'm resistant to the idea of using that on vacations and so forth. That's what my writing income is for. Um you know, but I don't necessarily mind putting it towards retirement because that's also a living expense. It's just a long-term one. If that sort of makes sense with my reasoning. You know, as one thing that the internet has done, I think especially is, and there's still a long way to go in this regard, is to communicate to to book lovers and book buyers and readers the realities um, of being a writer. Uh, mm -hmm. Even even a, even people that you know people think are big time writers or people they love and have, have all their books, just the realities of what it means um, financially mm -hmm. to do that. And I think as much as anything from sort of a big picture, you know, one thing we do on the show is talk about sort of big picture books publishing thing is this is mm -hmm. sort of the last stage in that education process, right? It's like, now here's, here's the reality and you can do something about it. Um, do you think, what, what's your sense of, um, what other writer? What do you think? This is something other writers are thinking about doing. This have you talked to other writers and friends about this? I'm sure they've been curious to say the least about how it's gone. Do you feel like there's a? You're on the vanguard with some other people, writers that I know at least that have, have started Patreons. Do you think this is something we could expect to see more of, or what's your take as the uh, uh, as the 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 probably the highest profile name to do it just like this? I would not say I'm the highest profile name to do it. Um, I actually uh, kind of took some, some looks at uh, Shauna McGuire's Patreon, um, who's doing quite well with, with that one. Um, and, um, you know, it's a different model. Uh, she's doing a per-project model, basically a per-piece model. Right. I was distinguishing. Uh, yes, that's a good point. I was distinguishing sort of an ongoing versus per-project. My, my mistake there. Yeah, I mean, it, it is ongoing, she says, but uh, it's it's still per project. Um, and, and that's largely because, you know, she's dealing with some, or at least according to the Patreon, she's dealing with a little bit of upheaval in her life and she can't promise to deliver every month. Um, my life's pretty stable. I, I feel like I can deliver every month, so that's what I'm going to do. Um, my guess is that, and, and to belatedly answer your question about what would happen if Patreon went away or, or something changed, um, well, right now I've got... Um, 800 and something patrons um, and you know they seem content with the the month-to-month -month thing and that is that is what I really need it for should my circumstances change I'll stop the patreon um, I may ask them to switch to a per project model instead um, maybe once I've got enough short stories to do a short story collection or two which is kind of my project-ish goal um, one, maybe once I've got enough for that then you know I can I can step it over to per project 
Um, or maybe if I do end up moving in with my father or, or making some, some life changes that make me less uh, rent vulnerable, um, then, um, then, you know, I would step it down or just simply remove it altogether. There are other writers out there who, who could use the support. And, you know, I would, I would steer them towards other people if they really feel like they, they want to be involved in, in helping a writer's career and nurturing them into a place of stability. Um, if I get to a place of stability, I'll say so. Um, so, I mean, I think, oh crap, I think I lost uh, one of your questions there. Oh, it was just like, do you, are, are, do, you, do you think it's something other writers are thinking about? Should they be mm-hmm. considering it? What are you hearing just from your, your circle, your, your network of, of yeah. people on the writing side? Well, I mean, I've seen lots of other writers do this. This is where I got the idea. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to a few other writers uh, since the, the Patreon um, who wanted to know kind of how I did it, get tips, that kind of thing. Um, you know, the honest goodness truth is I don't know why it was as successful as it was. I was caught completely by surprise. So obviously I don't understand Patreon. So, <laughs> um, you know, the fact that I'm, I'm, you know, you, if you, if you look at the, the, my Twitter stream from that weekend, um, you know, I'm increasingly flabbergasted and just go silent for a while. <laughs> Uh, that, that should tell you that I'm like, I don't know why this is working. <laughs> anyway, um, but, you know, I mean, there are a few things that I, I have suggested. Um, and I know a few other authors who are probably going to start and try and do this sometime soon. I don't think it'll work for every author. Um, I will say right now, I don't believe that the Patreon would have been particularly successful for me, say, five years ago. Um Five years ago, uh, before I got my my current day job, um, I spent about a year um, just uh, writing and working part time. Um, I had a part time position, was doing some adjuncting, um, and uh, was was trying to make it work as a, a fullish time writer at that point. Um, and it did not work out because rent was was more than my adjunct pay, and adjunct pay is not exactly. Uh, reliable anyway. If you know anybody that works in higher ed, they can tell you that story. Once did myself. I know it all too well. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, I tried to make it then and if Patreon had existed back then, I might have tried it, but I don't think it would have been very successful. It certainly wouldn't have covered my rent. Um, simply because at the time I was a new author and nobody knew who the hell I was. Um, the, the, the hundred thousand kingdoms had just come out. Um, and, and, you know, I was getting a lot of buzz, but I don't think I was getting that much buzz. Um, I think that this is a thing that happened that, that can work for writers who are kind of past that first flush of their career, um, who've kind of shown that they've got a proven track record of, of being able to produce work on a, on a fairly regular basis. Um, you know, I think it's clear to my readers and to the, to the patrons I mean, I think it's clear to them that pretty much the only thing that stops me from churning out ridiculous amounts of fiction per year is the fact that I have a day job. Um, and, and I am the kind of writer who is kind of constantly chomping at the bit to crank out work. Um, and I think people can sense that about me, and that gives them an additional incentive. Writers who are a little slower, I'm not sure how this would work. Um, or writers who, you know, kind of are, are more meditative, whatever... I don't know how that would work. And, and again, I don't think it would work as well for writers who aren't kind of engaged, I guess, uh, with their fandom already. Uh, the fact that I have an active Twitter feed, the fact that I have an active Facebook feed, um, you know, people write to me periodically and they're like, hey, you haven't updated your blog in a while. Are you okay? <laughs> um, 
you know, I mean, the fact that people notice that, um, that makes a difference. Um, I, I don't know how it would work for writers who are, who are not as engaged or not as, you know, kind of, uh, uh willing to cultivate and, and, um, focus on, on fandom side conversation. Um, I love talking to people. So, I mean, I guess that helps, but I, I don't know. Um, my sense is that it, that Patreon can work for some writers. Um, the patronage model always relied on uh, the artist being able to charm, quote unquote, um, or or interest um, someone who was willing to give them money. Um, you know, I'm asking for so little money that it's relatively easy to interest, you know, 800 people. Um, um, but, you know, there may be some people who work better with the old school patronage model. There are still writers who do that, you know. Well, thank you so much for your time. That's super helpful and important. Um, for uh, we're, I know we're all really going to follow with uh, very interest, uh, very very high interest for you. Congratulations on that. If you haven't read any of uh, N.K. Jemison's book, I recommend uh, my what I've recommended before is the Inheritance trilogy. They're all out. You can also buy a really nice one volume collection of all three books. Um, you could take you know it's a summertime. Take it to the beach on the plane, and then the Obelisk Gate. Um, have heard really good things from our book right contributor court. When does it come out in the fall? Do you have a, a specific date yet? Uh, August, uh, I want to say 16th. Okay. Uh, mid August. So once it's August, start looking, start checking the shelves. Mm-hmm. Um, congratulations. And thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, thank you. Thank you.